Hello, I'm Michael Hasted, and you're listening to Arts Talk Radio, bringing you interviews and news relating to all aspects of the arts in Holland, which are either in English or where language is no problem. We cover Amsterdam, The Hague, Rotterdam, and the surrounding areas. Arts Talk Radio Online. Features on the arts in English. Only two items this week, but what we lack in quantity, we make up for in quality. Later, we have a track by Canadian Ronnie Tepper from her new album, Everyone Loves a Good Story. But we start with a fascinating and revealing new exhibition in Amsterdam. I went along to the Van Gogh Museum for the opening. I am Brechtje Gerritsen. I'm a researcher here at the Van Gogh Museum and I curated this exhibition, The Potato Eater's Mistake or Masterpiece. When you say Van Gogh, you think, you think of all the sunflowers and the south of France and the bright colours. And this is quite the opposite. This is the dark, dingy, depressing north. Absolutely. So this is when he's only been painting for five years, which is actually quite short when you think about it. He started at 27, and after five years, so the first half of his career, he makes this work. And of course, very soon after, he moves to Paris and completely changes his style, using bright colours and a much lighter palette. But this dark painting, although maybe unattractive to some conveys such a bold message that is still very powerful today about the harsh, honest uh, life um, of peasants peasants in the countryside that I think the message here is much more important, especially because Van Gogh thought it's so and um, I think he was right in the end But it's because it's still a very, very powerful and impressive painting today and at the same time you completely understand the critics um, and why they didn't like this painting. The figures are not really interacting with each other, which, of course, is something that you hope when you make a group composition. And there are there are some mistakes in there, absolutely. But does it matter if the message is so um, bold and powerful still? Mm. But why, why is this painting considered so important? Because it's a great painting or because it's a great uh, landmark in Van Gogh's life or, or, or what? That's a good question. I think it's so important still um, today because it's so different. It's so different than um, most of his other works, but also um, you, you don't very often see something that is so unattractive in a way, but still very interesting. You just want to keep looking at it, and I think that's part of the attraction and why it still um, is so famous today. Because he saw this as his, although he didn't actually say so himself, his masterpiece, and this is his breakthrough piece, Yes, if absolutely. you like. But it wasn't to happen. Because I think very much he was flowing very much against the, the stream of this, because the impression is again, bright colours, and this was going quite the wrong direction, the opposite direction. So yes. I think maybe his hopes were unrealistic. I think he was just simply very much unaware of what the Impressionists were doing, although this seems quite unbelievable. He was um, really going his own direction in Nuna, following Corot, um, Delacroix, Millet, so very different old-school and 19th-century masters, and he believed that was the way that modern art should be going, and he didn't consider that the Impressionists were such a success yet until he moved to Paris himself and saw it with his own eyes, which is when, of course, he did decide to um, change um, his working, his style. Yeah. Okay, thanks very much for that. Okay, thank you. 
So my name is Emily Gordenker and I'm the director of the Fachhoch Museum. And this exhibition is called Masterpiece or Mistake. Why? Well, the aardappel eaters, as we say in Dutch, the potato eaters, has become very well known. Uh, but at the time that he made it, not everyone received it so well. Vincent himself considered it really an important work in his oeuvre, and he came back to it towards the end of his life, always believing in it. But some of his peers, his brother and his great friend Antoine van Rappert, were very critical of it. So what we wanted to do with this show was actually pose that question to our visitors and let everybody think about it and, and, and answer the question for themselves. Because I think these paintings will be very unfamiliar to most people. These are all, one can say, depressing even. Well, they're dark. Um, I think I depressing. might... Depressing. <laughs> uh, this, this shows, you know... Well, it shows a, a number of, I think, important things. One is this is a quite... Uh, this was an artist who really took his time in preparation. He really thought about things. So I think we wanted to dispel the myth that he was just sort of putting something out there he really thought hard about what he was doing uh, he took a lot of preparation for that and in a sense you could see that also in his career he he only really was productive for about 10 years but a good number of those years were in the Netherlands painting these much darker uh, pictures which were very much inspired or in, in following Millet the French painter and his Dutch counterparts uh, Antoine Mauve and the Hague School so he took quite a long time in this period of his life really to learn his craft and it was at this time that he was interested in you know, the life of the peasants, farmers around him, and that was his focus. Because I think before this, he'd already worked as a preacher, missionary, social worker, whatever, in the Baronage, which was a, a even darker, more dismal place than, than this. Yeah, exactly. So he had a really, really lively interest, in spite of the fact that he came from a fairly well-to-do, not, not rich, but a fairly well-off family, he was well-educated, but he always had this very serious interest in peasant life and um, he, earlier he did it more in, in, in a religious way, he was a lay preacher uh, but then when he started to really become serious about art he, he grasped that, that interest and went, got to work which ended up with and then he ended up with potato eaters because very, very often the, the, it's the case that a, a great message or a great intention doesn't necessarily lead to great art. And I think maybe people will look at this painting and say, well, it's compared with what they're familiar with. It, it, it's, it's not um, a piece of great art. What makes it so great or important? Well, I think if you, what, what we show is the context in which he painted it. You, you watch him, you see what he was looking at. The artists he saw, the painters, paintings he saw in Belgium, the paintings he saw in The Hague. And then you see this fantastically giant leap that he takes. He really pushes the boundaries, does something no one else has done before. So he really, uh, you know, he was a real pioneer. And I think in that sense, because you see that context and you see the work that he put into it, you start to see what makes, I think, in my, to my view, uh, it, uh, a great painting. Uh, and what caused the transition between working in, in, in Holland and in, in, in Belgium when he went to, to the south of France, which was really quite different? It's almost two different painters, almost. Because he, I think when he was in uh, the south of France, he, he didn't deal so much with the peasants. He did the locals, he did the postmen and everything else. But it was a much different outlook to painting than, than he had in the north. Well, I think you should realize there was this period of two years in Paris, which was, you know, obviously changed his whole perspective. And he was very much part of the avant-garde in Paris. So he was really, you know, seeing the Impressionists, post-Impressionists. He, he was really uh, thinking about the very newest in art. That's when his palette changes, when he's trying all, all kinds of new technical. He discovers Japanese art. Um, and yet there is a constant, I think, that you can draw back, which is, in fact, this interest. Okay, maybe not only in peasants, but in people 
you know, sort of people he actually knew and saw. Real and he people. does exactly real people. And he does the same thing actually with landscape and the things that he saw around him. Mm. So he's always actually very carefully studying what he saw, whether this is a person or a landscape or whatever it is. And you see that already in his Dutch uh, paintings. Okay, thanks very much for that. And the exhibition runs until January. Sorry, the third of January, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, January first. I'm I'm still in the here now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thanks very much for that. Bye-bye. Arts Talk magazine provides the perfect companion to Arts Talk radio with reviews and previews in English of cultural events in Holland. Whatever you're interested in the arts, our international team of writers will always provide something new and exciting to see online. That's Arts Talk Magazine, all one word, dot NL. Arts Talk Magazine, dot NL. I was at the opening of The Potato Eaters, Mistake or Masterpiece, which is at the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam. And just to clear up any confusion at the end there, the exhibition runs until the 13th of February. We first met Toronto-based Ronnie Tepper when she was playing a gig in The Hague a couple of years ago, and since then we've been keen fans. Well, with her band The Lipliners, she's just brought out a new album called Everyone Loves a Good Story. To play us out, here's the title track, and incidentally there's a great video to go with it which you can watch on YouTube. I'm Michael Hasted, so until the next time, it's goodbye. Bye.
Talk Radio Online. Features on the arts in English. <laughs> 